Okay, um, this is the Fiction Old and New Book Group, and tonight is Friday, October 2nd, 2020, and tonight we're discussing the book The Impersonator by Mary Miley. So um, what Sherry and I have decided to do is we're going to announce the book for next month, both at the beginning of the meeting and at the end of the meeting. So this way, if somebody needs to leave early for whatever reason, um, like a Lakers game. <laughs> like a Lakers game, right. Exactly. Um, they they will have the book. So the, the book that we're reading next month is a, a, an older book. Um, it was actually published in 1924, and it won, it won the Pulitzer Prize in 1925, so it's an, an older title. But I, I read it recently, and I, I actually thought it was kind of modern. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, the title is called So Big, and the author's name is Edna Ferber. Ferber, yeah, I read that. Oh, very, very good book. I read good. Good. a long time ago. Okay, well, I'm so glad that I, I'm so glad It'll people are familiar with her because I wasn't sure. Um, oh, but she's a there, wonderful author. There are two It also, it also was a movie, I think. Oh, great movie. Yes. Yeah, I think it was a and movie. We, I, we I saw it when I was a kid. I yeah. did. Well, let's, let's, let Michelle tell, let's let Michelle tell us about the book numbers, okay. the two versions. Okay. So do there's two versions. Do we have a, do we have a DV number on that book? Yes, I'm going to give you that. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. So the first uh, version is DB18003. 18003. And the reader is Patricia Baudry. Thank you. And the second one is DB44189, and the reader is Jill Ferris. So oh. you can download both, listen to, you know, see which one you like better. It's about nine hours of reading time, so it's not too long a book. And it's basically, it's, it's the story, um, it's a woman's life, basically. Um, you know, everything that she goes through, and she, she had a sort of an interesting life. And as I said, I, I found it really modern. <laughs> Um, Edna Ferber is, I don't think she's as well known now, but she wrote um, Giant and Showboat and a lot of, you know, uh, books that became movies. And I think this one is supposed to be her best and her most well-known book. So it's called So Big. And that's the book we're going to read on November 6th. So now I'm going to just give you a little information about Mary Miley, who's the author of the book that we read tonight, The Impersonator. So Mary Miley, uh, actually, with this book, she won the 2012 Mystery Writers of America's First Novel Award. Um, she grew up in Pennsylvania, Illinois, and France, and she attended the College of William and Mary in Virginia. And while she was attending college there, I know Sherry's going to like this, she worked as a costumed tour guide at Colonial Williamsburg. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. So... After completing her master's degree in history, um, she taught history at Virginia Commonwealth University. And her legal name is actually Mary Miley Thebold, I think. And she's written under her legal name uh, 15 nonfiction books and over 200 magazine articles. Mm -hmm. And The Impersonator is actually her first novel but it's the first in a series. So there's four books in the series. And I looked oh. up on Audible. And the second book is available on Audible. 
so far not the third and the fourth book, and I didn't find any of them on Bookshare. So if you like this book, so, so far, the second book is available on Audible, if you, if you like that. Um, so now I'm going to just go over the characters' names, just to refresh everybody's recollection. Um, before you start that, Michelle, could I offer add something? I, I read somewhere yes. that the film rights to this book have been purchased, and they plan on making a TV oh. series. Oh, so it makes sense that there's more books ah. in the hmm. series. They'll probably do yeah. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's great. Thank you. Sure. So go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so the main character was Leah Randall, also known as Cassie Carr. And then there was Uncle Oliver Bennett. And there was Aunt Victoria. And Aunt Victoria had four children. There were her daughters, Valerie and Caroline. And then her sons, Ross and Henry. And then there was the grandmother, who I don't know if we knew her first name, but that's how I refer to her as. And then there was David Murray. And then there were a number of uh, household staff, including Lavinia. And then there was John Chen, who was the kind of, he was the Chinese gardener, but he also, he was, a, I'm sorry, he was the gardener, but he also practiced Chinese medicine. And then, of course, there was Jack Benny, the, the entertainer. Um, so now, what we do in the group for anybody who's here for the first time is we call on everybody individually one by one. Now, while somebody's talking, please don't interrupt them. Please just let them talk and say what their thoughts are about the book, um, and then we'll move on to the next person. And then after everybody's had a chance to talk, then we'll just open it up for general discussion. So Sherry and I always go last. So please wait until we've said our comments, and then we'll open up the group. So I'm going to go through the list, and uh, we'll start with uh, Liz. Oh. Um, hi, I'm Liz. I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. And um, just before I start my, my book review, I'd also like to recommend that if you have noise going on in the background, like a TV or, or other people in your house, Mute yourself while you're not talking, just because that noise picks up and it can be distracting. Um, okay, so I loved this book. I just thought it was a very pleasant read. I really liked the characters. Um, I uh, I liked the mystery. They were, you know, enough enough of a mystery. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a very pleasant read. Um, I would definitely be interested in reading the next in the series and, and probably would watch the TV show as well. So, thanks. Okay. Um, Joni? Well, I tried to get into this book, and I just I really couldn't. Um, I, I don't know if it was the reader. I think it might have been the reader... Um, I couldn't, I don't know, I just, um, I just didn't like it, and, and I can't tell you why, I just, I read a couple of hours, and I couldn't, it seems to me that I couldn't keep track of, there were so many people, and, 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 I don't know, I just couldn't keep track of, so I didn't read the entire book. I, I, in fact, I didn't read most of it. 
But I'm looking forward to the uh, Edna Ferber book because I absolutely love her. I wish she had written more. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Just take a second here. Um, uh, Kathy? Hi. Um, I'm Kathy Snyder. I, this is my first time. I live in Dallas, Texas. Um, like I said before, some of y'all may know my husband, Brad Snyder. Um, I enjoyed the book a lot, but um, I didn't like how she wore makeup because that really wasn't true to 1924. Not for the average woman. They um, were just starting. Some women were just starting, were starting to wear rouge, um, but it was very frowned upon and all. And so that kind of, I don't know, through the whole thing that I was kind of being critical about that part of it, but I did enjoy it. Did, did they wear makeup in Baldville, though? Say it again. Did they not wear makeup in Baldville? Yes, they did, but then she was wearing it uh, when she went to visit um, uh -huh. for the first time, uh, and she talks about uh, being crit um, the family criticizing her for her makeup, and I was like, mm. I, I don't think she would have done that. So I'm just oh, very, yeah, you're probably right. Okay, I'm yeah. just very kind of realistic. So and that, but um, show business. She was an actress, right? But it wasn't like now. Women didn't wear makeup, and even actresses, right. they didn't wear that much. Okay. So, um, okay. and they did, right. it was nasty stuff. She even talks about it. She calls it grease paint. She even talks about yeah. how heavy it was. So anyway. Interesting. Okay. Right. Um, Alan? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the book. I, I thought it was good. And I thought Mary Trevathan did a good job narrating it. She just kind of felt like Jesse to me. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've read books that she's narrated before, but, uh, I guess I didn't. I didn't recognize her voice, but I, I, I thought I thought it was a good story, and uh, uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, you gotta love any book that mentions Jack Benny. I mean, really, I, 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 I love him, and I, I like the way uh, she worked him in, into the storyline. And it, it was it was enough of a, a mystery. I mean, you, you kind of figured it was one of those brothers that had done it, and uh, I, I had a hard time. I, I didn't really like. Either one of them. Ross ended up being okay though, but I, I got a little worried about him because he made a he mentioned at one one point about liking women with dark hair. Mm -hmm. So I was that that kind of got my hackles up a bit. I, I thought maybe he was the one killing those girls, but uh, 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 Henry made a made a made a decent bad guy, and then you, you had to really hate the uh, Uncle Lo Uncle Oliver. That was his name. Mm -hmm. right? Oliver. He, he was the he was yeah. He was the one that wanted the money, but I really, I really liked the grandmother. I thought, I thought she was, she was a real good character and stuff. So yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was a good, uh, a good story and well done. So thanks. Okay, um, Don. Yes, I, I did really like the story. Um, kind of a gothic. Uh, there, uh, speaking of Jack Benny, I had always wondered who, exactly who this Mary was on the program. You know, all, <laughs> and I guess that they. Now I found out. So, uh, but the kind—it was kind of a strange ending. I mean, the—they uh, never did get together, and it's not a super happy ending, which is not a bad thing. I—I I think that it was—it was a very—I enjoyed the story anyway. I read it in three days. So. Okay. Good. Nice. Uh, Bob. 
Um, I, I too like the book very, very much. Uh, I, I'm bad on names, but I know that my uh, worst character was Oliver, even ahead of Henry. They're both scumbags, if you ask me. Uh, the best character was, to me was Grandmother, believe it or not. I know I should say the impersonator girl, but I didn't. I, I enjoyed it, the easy read. I, I thought it was a bit contrived. What was her name? Kathy, was it? Was going to be the, the granddaughter? I mean, the, it was really interesting the way they worked that in that the mother, that, you know, grandmother avoided the mother because she married uh, her, she was below her, above herself or whatever. And suddenly, guess what? You're, you're okay now because you're my granddaughter. You know, it's, I thought that was, I, some call it contrived, but. I don't know what they're doing. And David, um, I don't know. He, he saved your life. And uh, maybe he'll come back from being, you like to think, I'm a romantic at heart. You like to think they found each other after five or ten years after David outran the, the law. I like the book. Thank you for suggesting it. Okay. Um, LaDon? Yeah. I really enjoyed the book. And I thought the narrator, to my ear, sounded like a very exciting 25-year-old woman mm -hmm. who was very excited about uh, working in vaudeville. And she had friends, and her life was going along. She didn't make a lot of money, but she didn't have big wants either until her vaudeville act was uh, canceled, and then she found herself in a hard place. And then, of course, she took the job impersonating uh, an heiress in order to take her money. And when she was do doing that, she found what was really missing in her life, and that was a real family with cousins and aunts and mothers and grandmothers and, and everything. And so she couldn't go through with it and was ready to get out, making her confession. And I was surprised by the ending but I should have been because that's a technique that is used quite a bit in other books, you know. But it really surprised me, and it, and it was pretty good all, all in all. And, I, and the narrator sounded like that girl throughout the whole thing in my ears. Okay. Um, now, Sally, I think you mentioned that you didn't have a chance to read the book. Do you want to make a comment, or should we just pass for today? Um, no, but I just found out about the group yesterday and I didn't have time to read the book but now it sounds good I think I might make time to read it uh -huh. okay good and are you ready Rosalie oh I didn't hear you say my name uh, I, I, I thought there was more people I, I like the book I thought the book was I like a book that moves fast and it was, you know, it held your interest. Something was always happening that held, you know, that kept you to say, Oh, what's next? What's next? And I too like the narrator. I thought the narrator was very good. And the ending, I liked the ending. Uh, I mean, it was, well, I mean, I don't say I like what happened, but I think it leaves it open to have a sequel. I really, that's the, you know, I think that's why he went away. And then, and I'd, I'd like to know the next book too. I too think eventually, uh, he may come back, and they may get to. I'd like to think that they get together at some point. And um, well, I, I, I agree with what everybody said. I think the characters were, were very well, you know, depicted, and I just liked it. I thought it was good. It, it had mystery in it. It had a little spark of well, maybe they like each other, and I liked it. I thought it was very good. 
That's why I want to read another book by that author. Okay. A Sherry? I really like the book um, in a lot of ways. I liked the way that she used her acting skills to do the impersonations. Occasionally, she'd have to rely on something to fake something. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a really interesting thing to add to the plot. The only thing I didn't like at the end is like probably all of us don't go to the cave alone. I mean that that's so contrived. Um, I thought I had to roll my eyes at that. And I really do wish that she would have when she, you know, confessed to everything, she didn't expose Uncle Oliver. And I would have liked to have seen her, you know, admit that it was him that hired her but she didn't for some reason and i didn't realize this was the beginning of a series so he may come back to haunt her later but i thought she did a good job of uh even though we kind of knew it might be henry or ross we didn't know which one and we didn't know how it was all going to resolve there was also the guy that was um mentally slow uh the uh buster or what i think was his name He was yeah, a good character, sure. too. He was the only one that yeah. really knew her, and she yeah. made good friends yeah. with him, and that was a well-developed yeah. character, too. All the, even the twin yeah. girls, who were not main mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. you felt like you knew them. Uh-huh. Yes. So she did a good job of developing the characters. The, uh, yeah. yeah, so I thought overall it was good, and, and like somebody else said, who doesn't like a book with Jack Benny in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, I'm... I, yeah, I, I I really like this book. I got really, really caught up in it. I love books that take place backstage in the theater world or the film world. So right away, when they put me in the vaudeville world, I was very, very happy. But even when they moved into the house hey, I got the- on. and everything, um, you know, when the scenes change and whatever, there was just a lot going on all the time and the characters were, were interesting. And you, I, I didn't really know till the very end if Ross was involved, if it was just Henry, or if Ross was somehow involved, they made him sound a little suspicious. I was surprised when David turned out to be the bootlegger instead of Henry, like I didn't see that coming. Although he was a nice guy. I mean, he took care of his mother and and things like that. It was a little confusing, like Bob was saying, about the family tree. Like I was trying to figure out, are are Cassie or Leah and David related? (laughs) Are they not related? Are they cousins? I, you know, I was sort of getting mixed up with how, how you know, was her father his father? Were they really half brother and sister? I, I don't think so. But, but you, mean, well, you mean to be calling her Jesse, I think. Jesse, yeah. Jesse. I have in my notes Cassie and Jesse. And I, you know what? I have oh. no idea why. I think Cassie was a mother. But thank you. Cassie was her mother, I think, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, right, I, I keep getting it mixed up, but thank you. Um, no, right. it, it was just really good. It was really atmospheric. I mean, I could really picture, like, I thought she did the settings really, really well. It was really easy to picture these kind of settings and what was going on in them. And it just, I, I loved it. I, I thought it moved along really well. And yeah, I mean, it was a little contrived. I mean, like Sherry was saying that she ended up in the cave and you knew that was going to be a mistake and there was going to be problems. Um but it was it was a good story. Um, so now what we're going to do is we'll just open it up for a general discussion. And if you can, you know, I know sometimes people talk over each other. So let's try if we can. I know it's hard sometimes to like, you know, like if you say something, you know, then just let somebody else talk and, and, and things like that. So I don't know if anybody has any other comments, um, but please feel free. 
I, I'm sorry. Is that Liz or? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, um, I, I really liked the fact that Jesse got a family at the end. Yes. Um, you know, so I, I just, <laughs> you know, I just thought it was, it was so nice. Um, and, uh, but they, I don't know. I just really, really like that 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 twist on it. I, yeah, that's what I thought. Also, as I said earlier, is she didn't know when she was happy when the vaudeville had her friends, Jack Benny and Milton Berle, and you know, and a bunch of others that mm-hmm. we've heard of, and she was all happy with that. But she didn't know because she had never had a family. She didn't oh. know that was what was missing out of her life. And then when she got there, that's why she couldn't go through with it, because mm-hmm. now she had a family and she didn't want to turn on a family, you know, right. even though getting the, the money, I, you know. And I thought, oh, my goodness, lady, you know, someone's going to know that you're an impersonator. Whoever did that girl in, he's got to know that you ain't her. You know, because she did, and he killed her, and I figured that he had. I didn't know which one uh, at first. I Uh, wanted to ask, if I may, the order with Oliver. Yeah, I'm trying to think why she protected him. And also, though, he tore up all her family. uh, Yeah. Oh, I know. Why would she protect him? Yeah. Anybody know? I don't. Maybe it's because his mother was so nice to her, and Mm. wasn't she? That's wasn't Oliver's mother one? Was a grandmother? The grandmother, yeah, yeah. His mother. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that was it. Okay. But he was a creep to tear up all her yeah. family oh, records yeah. and give it back to her like that. Mm. She didn't get the money. Yeah. For, for everybody who listens to old time radio, and I know there are some people in this group, what, what is your impression of Jack Benny? And did it match what you read in the story? Mine, if I may interrupt again, mine was good. It was Jack Benny. He, how can I, how can I help you? You know, uh, he listened to her, and when she needed his help, I didn't hear where he was cheap or any. Uh, too much, you know, he, played violin, he played his violin, though I believe. Uh, yeah, I think that was just, I so think some that was of it was accurate. And Mary <laughs> would be Mary Marks, uh, who he found at the May Company and uh, made her Mary. Uh, not Benny, but Mary Livingston. She became uh, Jack's wife. And uh, she, he was 37 and she was 22 and they got married. And she, uh, you know, Mary became a part of his program. Thank you. Yeah. Benny even squeaked his uh, violin. Uh, in the <laughs> he act, did. In act, like, yeah. you know, like he did all in his real Yeah. Yeah. I think he was playing a role when he was playing a cheapskate. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was he played like he couldn't yeah. play. <laughs> like he couldn't play when he really could. Well, yeah, he he's a very generous talented, person. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a very yeah. talented violinist. He played with the Cleveland yeah. Symphony, but he could also squeak it when he had to. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to be a really good musician to be a bad musician. I never thought that was true. I always thought it was just a, easy to be a mad, bad musician without being a good oh. <laughs> No, try if you're if you're a really if you're unless you're a really accomplished singer, you can't intentionally sing off key and have it be convincing. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> Did you guys know that it was Henry? Were you convinced that it was him, or did you think? Oh it was no! Or, 
somebody else. It might be David at the very beginning because he was such a nice guy. I thought yeah. he, yeah, uh, he might end up, but uh, Henry, yeah, a little as it came along, it did look like it was Henry. Yeah. Well, because Henry was the first one. He he, was, he must have he would have been the boss guy. That, right. You know I. Right. Of the the one that said, "I know you're not Jesse." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the one that was so sure that you know uh, that it wasn't Jesse, and how would how would he know? Well, right. I would have liked to have seen him live and go to jail rather than be killed. I would, yeah, I, I yeah. did too. Yeah, I was sorry. That was an awfully, conv- <laughs> awfully convenient way to get rid of him. I mean, he had rigged the car, and he what he he he, yeah. he that really thought that funny. it was fixed. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was a little convenient. Yeah. I would have preferred him having yeah. a crash, having a two broken legs, and ending up in jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rigging the car was from the Whistler irony that hey, he was going to get uh, someone else, and the, the brakes went out and got him. That, yeah. that, that, yeah, got that's him. an old line. It's a good good way to get rid of him. <laughs> I think the story was well written. I really do. I, I liked it a lot. The thing about her, the thing about her ending up actually being related to all those the family that she went is something that's you know has showed up in other in other books that's why when i found it i was surprised but then i thought oh this has been used before mm-hmm. oh well you know what that was uh that was one of the twists in um the turn of the key yeah i think so it ends up being related to mm-hmm. the yeah, I was happy for her though. Like Ladon said. Oh, I was. I was. I'm, I'm yeah. going to surprise all know. of you. Is there anyone who hasn't spoken in the crosstalk? We want to hear from everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just think I might try to read it again, and I don't know why. I, it may have been the, just the mood that I was in when I was trying to read it, and I I waited till a week before the meeting to start it and I, I sometimes I like Mayor Trevithan and sometimes I don't and um, and maybe my stream was not working up to part I don't know may have been the I position enjoyed. of the moon may have been the position of the moon Who knows? <laughs> right <laughs> actually no with the, with the kite runners that I really enjoyed the book but the first time I tried to read it it was just Tedious. I couldn't get oh, through it. Runner, like, yeah. Oh, I like yeah. the kite ride. I like that book. Yeah. I like that book. The first time I read it, I hated it. And my friend, really? Oh, please. Okay. oh yeah. I thought it was good. I, maybe I, I have to give it a chance. Please read it. And I did. And I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. But the first time through, it was like, ugh. It's sometimes, so sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's like the lady who said uh, uh, the makeup bothered her. You can find a little something in a book at it happens yeah. to me once in a while, and it bothers you through the whole darn book, <laughs> you know. And if you can put that aside, yeah. then it's pretty good. I, that that has happened to me too before. Some little thing, you know. But I think it got it backwards. It may not have been backwards, but I thought it was. And then you know, I get some. I don't you know, like I books that have a lot of conversation in them. That you know, I, I, I don't like a book that does nothing happens and they just talk and talk and conversate. I, I just can't. I just I call them blah blah books. <laughs> I just can't. I, 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 I just can't read them. The worst book I think I ever read was, um, oh Michelle, what was that? The, the, the book thief was that? Oh, 
Did oh, anyone ever read that? Oh, that was the worst book I've, I've ever read. Did <laughs> not both, and I know it's such an acclaimed book, but we both hated that book. We so hated much. it. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing. I couldn't because I know it's like a big famous book, but we both hated that book. We just couldn't stand it. it was I just couldn't. It was just. Uh, I call it a blot. They just uh, to me the book went nowhere. Just like the book we're going to read for the other book. Well, Michelle, what is it? The, the, the captain something? The one. Oh, oh. So did you, did you guys, um, did it feel, did it, like, what did you think of the settings? Did it feel like the 1920s? Did it oh, feel definitely. like? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it did. Yeah, it did. And yeah. I, I love so. that it's set on the Oregon coast. I just, because that's one of my, I love the, the, the northern uh, Pacific coast, Oregon, Washington. Um, the weather. The, I, I just really enjoyed it. It was. I did pleasant. too. I I think it just kept moving along, and then I wanted to hear more and more. Well, wow. you know, the thing with me, I I think is that um, Michelle called me to tell me what what the book we would be reading would be, and when she said it was Edna Ferber, and when she said it was so big, I wanted to read that. For now, for this, oh. <laughs> I I just was yeah. so excited because um, I love Edna Ferber, and um, I, I I am into old time radio as many people know, and um, so she has appeared uh, a few times on different shows as. Um, She's been interviewed, or she said something. Um, you know, they had her as the author uh, talking about a book that she re- uh, wrote. Yeah. And I remember, I, and I, the most of the books that I read by her, I read in Braille, and I just love reading Braille. And I think, and now I can't do very much because I live in this. Uh, a nursing home, and my room is really too small to accommodate Braille books. But when Michelle said that we're reading so big, I just I wanted to drop everything I was reading for every club and just start reading so big from. Well, I'm so happy to hear you say that because I was really worried when I picked this book. I thought, oh, nobody's going to want to read it except me. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that. I'm surprised you said So Big was her most, uh, the best book because I thought Giant was quite, Giant, quite yeah. good too. Oh, I like that. And oh, Show I mean, and what? Showboat. And showboat. And what about Showboat? Oh, that yeah. 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 I don't Going know back to the book, book. I, mean, it was, um, it I love Google. So I, famous book, I'm sorry. But, okay. uh, I, I, you know, she's written a lot of books. She really has. And I, this is the only book of hers that I've read. But I liked it enough that I would want to read more. Um, oh, they're all good, Michelle. They're all good. I read yeah. all three of them. What were you going to say, Bob? Yeah, I was ahead. just going to say, on a side, going back to this book, and I love good food, but, man, they ate a lot. God, they, this mansion, and an isolated mansion, and they're – they had a lot of food, different dinner courses, and I said, oh, my goodness. So even though I love good food, that kind of got to me after a while. <laughs> Nobody what did you guys flakes or great nuts lace or something, you know. What anyway. did you guys think of the murder, the murdered girls? That seemed to be thrown in there, but not really very well developed as a plot. Yeah, uh, it really wasn't. It was weird. No. Um, we don't know what happened to them or, or why. 
he was doing that. She was a bootlegger. She knew about the bootlegging. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The girls were all involved, so they basically... Racism and so on. He was a real serial killer. He got to save the hair. They killed the witnesses. Yes, and and he saved the hair. Yeah, and I was really disappointed that David was the head. I really was. I, I wanted him not to be, but... Yeah. Yeah, I wanted him to be not good too. I wanted him to not be involved. You think taking care of the mother was real? That was real. Yeah, she was in it. David was so good to his mother. I'm so sorry that he got the bootlegging. Well, that was the time, you know. I know. Right. They were they were destitute. They got you know basically Mm -hmm. they got nothing from this very wealthy guy and and uh, you know (laughs) yeah. Wasn't it interesting? I mean, maybe it was at the end um, where she, the author's notes at the end, but she talked about that some states um, had prohibition before federal prohibition, and I didn't know that. Oh, so yes. apparently, <laughs> you know, that's why that's why um, David got started. I guess David and Henry got started early in the bootlegging. This because Oregon. I was thinking, well. Prohibition was kind of a conservative thing, and now look at, you know, Oregon's not conservative anymore. I just, that oh. struck me. Well, when I visited my, when I was a kid, I visited my cousin in Oregon, and they had to get a license to buy liquor. Oh, the package <laughs> store or something, mm. right? Oh, yeah. Never, I yeah, that, that, was, that was way back in, uh, before uh, Early fifties, but I mean, it was uh, there. Yeah, Iowa has the package store where you sign out for liquor. You get it, but your name's all over the place. I remember going with a friend of mine in Chicago that they had to go to a special store to buy liquor, and this was like in the nineteen eighties. Were there? Not when I lived there, they didn't. (laughs) I don't buy it in the grocery stores or anywhere. I don't know what happened. But this was like in this would have been like 1985 or so. And no. we had to go to a special. Oh, store. you know what it was? Is there was um, a couple of suburbs that were dry. Okay, that's what it was. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah, I forget which ones, but there were a couple of suburbs that were dry. She was out by the airport, you know, in the northern yeah. not far from the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I, I live in Pennsylvania, and it's still controlled by the state. Oh. Um, it's only been in the last year or so that. Um, certain grocery store chains can sell six packs and bottles of wine. I know you're real... in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. When oh, I was oh, living, in, that is. When I was living in Missouri, uh, before I moved to Texas, uh, you, you did no, no alcohol was at any grocery store. And then when I moved to Dallas, I found out that you could, they had drive throughs you drive up, to oh, yeah, the beer get, your beer, get yeah. your beer, and start drinking it before you got off of the thing. Yeah. When they I went changed, to school, they changed that sense, but that's the way it was when I moved here. Yeah, yeah, when I went to school there, it was like that, too. In Indiana, you couldn't, nobody could buy alcohol on Sunday until just the last oh, year or the two. Oh, the blue laws, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They just oh. changed that in the last year or two. Wow, that recently, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he drank or not, but I like the Chinese gardener. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was a very good character. Yeah. 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 And I think the, doc, the doctor was asking him questions at the end there, it seemed like. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. they break together? It's wonderful. He saved her life with his That girl next door to David was being so helpful that they never did deal with her at all, did they, at the end? She wanted to marry him, I know. But Not in know. this book. <laughs> he was a tar. Yeah. Like that, but I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. no, they, I forgot all about her. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah she wanted to marry David, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 There were, well, I there guess were, he was a real catch, you know? Like, in the story because like a loose end there yeah like john was saying there there were there was like a feeling that he was going after women who were exotic or ethnic or whatever because that's mm -hmm. what he was killing but then the chinese gardener was regarded so highly in the story so it was a little confusing i thought in terms of that mm -hmm. you know i found it a little inconsistent but well maybe only henry was a bigot okay yeah I, henry well, was I, bad yeah but and I wonder if Henry's motivation was maybe not so much. Well, no, he was killing them before he got into the bootlegging. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. Okay, and the but, sheriffs and stuff wouldn't um, really uh, investigate these um, right, exactly. women's um, murders. They still don't. They, yeah, they yeah. just blame it. You know that uh, yep. some other uh, well. Native American killed, you know, the boyfriend killed yeah. the one. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. they didn't really then, right. And mm -hmm. I was shocked at the end. I think that the author was trying to make it seem that not everybody was terrible, but that the white doctor then appreciated the Chinese guy's medical knowledge. Um, so I thought that was good. It kind of, mm -hmm. not everybody was terrible. Michelle, oh, I think no. I cut you off. What were you? Uh, no, that, that was what I was just, when Alan brought up about the Chinese doctor, I was just thinking that um, it, was, it was interesting about how, you know, he was going after women who were uh, ethnic, basically, and, but then mm -hmm. it was sort of balanced a little bit by the respect that was shown for the Chinese doctor. So it was, it was an interesting thread in the story. I don't know if it was necessarily resolved that well, because I really couldn't figure out why he was going after all these women. They were lower class. They had no power. It was yeah, like it race, was yeah, racist. racist. And like a bad habit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's all about power. And it might have been opportunity, too, because these are um, women that he was forcing. Uh, it sounded like to me that these mm -hmm. were women he was forcing to be prostitutes for yeah. Yeah. Uh, the politicians or whatever in the towns so that they'd be they'd keep the secret of who the bootlegger was. But um, it was opportunity. He was just a psychopath. And he, I guess he liked killing. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I I wondered there was a scene with the uh uh Victoria was that the aunt's name? Yes. Yeah. Where she was she was glaring at, at Jesse and I wondered it for a while I thought she might have been involved somehow in and the girl's disappearance. So I didn't, I didn't yes. know what that was about, but uh, they they never really did anything with that it didn't seem like but uh, 
But I, she was glaring, Alan, because she wondered, what am I going to live on in the future? I mean, yeah, I'm sure. who's going to take yeah, my money? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aunt Victoria. But she, It'll be interesting to see how that pans out once she gets the money. You know, yeah. Oliver's going to turn back up probably, and yeah, who knows? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I guess, does anybody have any final comments? Or? Oh, I have one more thing. I read as a side note that she has started a new series that takes place in 1920s Chicago, and the first book will be published next year. Great. Oh, wow. Oh. Hmm, thanks for all that and back I, stuff, because that's really interesting. Yeah. And my, last, my last comment is about Mayor Trevathan. I've never heard anybody read URLs as well as she did at the end of the book where she's given those YouTube links. She read all the numbers. like her, but I do. She identified all the numbers and stuff like that and did a great job. So Yeah, I thought she did. I have read other books narrated by Mary Trevathan, and I have enjoyed her. I think she's yeah. I, I enjoy her performances. Actually, I'm pretty sure she was the narrator. I thought she was good, actually. Yeah, um, which book was yeah. that, Michelle? I'm pretty sure she narrated Gone Girl on the Bard version. And I thought uh, she did oh, really, okay. really good job. I mean, I'm, I'm sure many of you read the Audible version, but I, I read the Bard version. It was good. She hmm. she and Michelle, good. what was the name of that book that you and Rosalie didn't like? The Book Thief? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so embarrassing to say because this is such a universally beloved book, but we both hated that book so much. I have to read it now. I have to read try, it. Try, try. They did a movie on it just not oh, that, okay. that long ago. I mean, a few years ago. The book. Who wrote it? I mean, I've never heard of it. Oh, I don't know. Marcus it was very Lisa. popular. Yeah, yeah, it was really touted. It was reviewed. But it's like an unbelievably popular, like very well beloved book, and we both hated it so very much. I was so glad that I wasn't the only one. And we had another. Michelle, the people at the book, some of them liked it, right? Some of them did like it. My sister in law liked it. Yeah. It seemed like it was going to be really pretentious, and yeah. One of those books that critics love, and and lots of people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Right. Well, it was kind of Gone Girl was really popular by. Oh, I my like that. It, my, my, well, my review on it is by the end of the book, I I I didn't like any of the characters myself. They all deserved what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I read Gone Girl. I thought that yeah. was. Yeah. I don't really remember it, it that much, but I remember liking it. But you're right. I'm, there weren't really any good characters in that book. Actually. Yeah. I mean, the story yeah. was good. It kept you yeah, riveted. The story right? was but, good. but by the end, it's like the characters like, good. I'm glad it all happened. I'm glad, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they were stuck together with the, stuck with each other at the end. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just just for the recording. I'm just going to mention the book again for next month, so if anybody's listening is recording, they have the information. Um, so we're going to meet again on Friday, November sixth at eight o'clock Eastern time. And we're going to be reading a book called So Big by Edna Ferber. And there's two versions on Bard. One is DB18003, read by uh, Patricia Boudry or Beaudry. Um, And the other version is DB44189, read by Jill Ferris. Okay. I wonder why they redid that. That's weird. 
Sometimes they, they read you books. I, I don't know why, but they, they do. I think um, the local library must have done the first one. It sounds like uh, by the number. Um, and then yeah, they, I mean, I can understand reading yeah. it, but then keeping both versions, that's odd. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised that isn't a DBC when it, with a number that high. What, what, is the, what is the number for the, the, the shorter number? <laughs> okay, well, one number is DB18003, and the other is DB44189. Yeah, I, I listened to the earlier version, and I thought she was really, really good, actually. Um, I always liked her a lot. Yeah, I was ne never crazy about Jill Ferris. Sometimes I, I thought she worked, it sounded like she was working very hard to read the, the books. I don't know, it seems like she just, she wasn't enjoying them, she was just kind of there. Well, you know, since we have a minute, Sherry and I were talking earlier today, um, going ahead a couple of months, we noticed that the first Friday in January is January 1st, and we're just wondering how everybody would feel about meeting on January 8th instead of January 1st. Would that be preferable for most people here? Or do or people better? 